Y'all listen, so I was talking and trading, but Cynthia been live for 84 minutes, W2F. So um, why did she just start talking about um, Blueface and Krishan? And I'm going to let her, do, she obviously going to do what she, but yeah, 84 minute mark. She will also cover Blueface and, and Krishan and appropriately gather him by all of his entire edges. Um, and then thankfully, though, I'm low-key glad I didn't have it while I was trading because I would have been distracted. So my food, literally, you're probably going to hear the doorbell in the next like two seconds. Um, and then I'm going to just start it from the top and, and watch it in silence and bring in the Friday, Friday, bring in the weekend. All right, y'all take care. Bye. What is good, Divine Dolls? Yeah, so I'm going to call it right now. I can already tell there's some things that I'm just not going to do in going into 2024. This is one of them. I feel like this message, I'm going to intentionally keep it just so very short because there's not much to be said on it. I don't need to be do a long think piece on it. Kind of let you know where I stand on things. Um... And then just keep it pushing. I just ordered my food. I decided I was going to order out, even though I have some food. But hey, I feel like I deserve it. I feel like, you know, and as long as I stick to my intermittent fasting, I, I should be all right. Although that can be a misconception. Sometimes it doesn't mean, you know, but I'll be okay. I'll be okay. Anyways, so I'm not, I listen, I think she's live right now. I'm not even going to bother to click on it. I don't even want to tap into the energy. The title is enough for me. It says, um, question mark, like you aren't, you ain't gay as you, I can't, y'all, I cannot stand improper grammar. And it's to the point where I've noticed I've started to talk like a little bit more like day, day and there's like, you know, just improper grammar. And it's the point where I might just stop listening to some content creators and just probably come back like on the holidays or something like that or like for Thanksgiving or Christmas break because it's starting to affect all of the stuff my parents used to teach me, you know, like sent me to private school so that I could talk like an articulate, educated person. And so, but so obviously y'all, I'm like the grammar Nazi. You can tell that that just triggered me, right? So this says, you ain't gay, is you? So all kinds of triggers, like all kinds of triggers. You ain't gay, is you? So that's um, Blueface asking his son that. And he says, Blueface tries to get six-year-old son with strippers. Six years old, y'all. Six years old. And um, I'm one of a few people that has been saying, like, I want us to reconsider what it means to have a father in the home. Yes, I had a father in the home. Um, my dad did not have a father in the, in the home. His dad passed away when he was two. And yet, still against the odds, he was able to, to stay involved with us four kids, with his big-headed kids, <laughs> and stay married to my mom, right? Um, and so I say that even more to compound because I think sometimes we fight so hard to have a father in the home. But if the father in the home is going to look like this, absolutely not. And this is part of the reason why I've been saying, like, I really do think that the reason there's a reason why, you know, how you try to figure out why some men are good and why some aren't. I think it's nature. Like, 
if you were going to be a good person, you were going to be a good person regardless. So you can have my dad with no father in the home and he can still be a family oriented person, still take care of his kids and still be a husband. In contrast to my dad is in the home, sends him to private school. I was doing the math the other day. I was doing the math the other day. And it, it, I'm pretty sure it's the almost equivalent of like 10000 a year for private school, private Christian school. So with that emphasis, right, sending your kids to private Christian school, 10000 a year, give or take with, you know, inflation, but the equivalent of that for 18 years, that's $180,000. <laughs> and, and you might as well ask my parents, like, and they have four kids. Ask them where that money went because the outcomes for why. Two-parent family home, $180,000 per pop per kid, per kid, per child. $180,000 in just education alone per child, per child. My brothers are 6'4", 6'5", and 6'6". So I talk about that in terms of food and consumption, clothing, (laughs) activities, sports, right, and I'm a tall girl too. I had a group around boys, so I can eat. Your girl can eat. Okay. I'm a foodie. But I remember um when Costco first opened up, and that's where you could buy like your bulk food. And so my mom went from buying one gallon at what we would call like a Stitter Brothers out here to like I remember at church they're like, girl, if you don't go to Costco and buy everything in bulk so you don't have to go shopping multiple times and stuff like that and so and it's affordable blah 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 you get the prices wholesale yada 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 girl when i tell you she would buy home bring home two gallons you know they would sell it in two so they would sell two gallons and you know we would have cereal on saturdays because we would go to church on saturdays on sabbath and so when i tell you she would buy two gallons of milk on friday when we get paid when my parents would get paid and Saturday morning, Saturday morning, that stuff was gone and we all played sports. So it was easy for us to have like an eight ounce glass of milk just to the back of the head. I don't drink milk anymore. I think milk is different than when even I was growing up and I'm fairly on the younger side. Like, yeah, but back to my point, like, because like I said, you know, I don't know. I think that if I think that We want to fight so hard to have the father in the home, but I'm willing to let it go. Like, if they want to be gone, let them be gone. You know, because I'm pretty sure what's happening with this person is the mom is, he's he's not with the mom. But you still want the quote unquote, you don't want him to grow up without his father. I'm doing the, the air quotes, even though you can't hear me, right? You don't want him to grow up without his father. You don't want to deprive him and every child said that. And so he's more than willing to be present, but... To the point where he has your six-year-old son around strippers? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And so, but he doesn't know how to treat either of the women that he's with. So what makes him think that you're going to, he's going to teach him how to treat you as a child? Now, that being said, I will be, I have been that same person to say, like, if I had sons and you made a single um, baby mama out of me, come get your sons. Come get them okay i'll take care of my daughters put in the work do what i need to do and be good i i have no qualms saying about that i can say that as a single uh childless 
woman, okay? I have to make sure to say that too. So at least you're kind of aware of who and what you're dealing with, right? Um, because I know here, here's going to come all the baby moms like, ah, you didn't know what it's like to give birth and bond with your child. All right, all right, all right. Cool, 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 okay? No pushback for me. I understand you, boo. I completely understand you. I understand where you're coming from, but at, but yet and at the same time, <laughs> my, you know, over here where I sit, like I said, with no children, I would tell you, come get your, like I'm holding my hand up to the phone, my, my other hand up to my, you know, come get him. Okay. So y'all better be thankful when I, when I talk about how these men I hire, if you have a mom that really went to bat for you because your dad ain't shit, your dad ain't shit. And if you had to go live with him, he would be subjecting you to all kinds of stuff that your mom didn't put you through. You could end it up with someone with me because I would be tell senior come get junior now, 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 son, come get him. Cause I'm not, mm-mm. So when I say, you know, it's so funny to me, if you have a sister that used to bat for you or still bats for you, a mother that's out here caping for your life, you know, one of my favorite, um, not just mine, but I mean, a lot of people will say like, oh, the mulattoes are out here fighting for their lives. Nah, nah, they ain't out here fighting for their lives the way that these moms is fighting for their sons' lives. Not my sons. Right. But anyways, but I digress. I digress back to the point because we're not going to keep this very long. Like I said, my food is coming. I kind of waited a little bit too long, but at the same time, I am intermittent fasting. So it's not going to hurt me. I'm not going to die. But yeah, so I need to be at the door when they press the doorbell and um hand me my food. So, but yeah, I, I, I don't think that every father should be in the home, um, which can, can sound contradictory, right? Because me saying like come get your son but at the same time that's because it's like so hard pressed in our community like you have to have the father in the home listen if they want to be absent fathers let them let them because more than likely the odds are when we talk about ads and what's the likelihood this is the outcome i know a lot of um I talk a lot about how some for some girls it i understand where it can be hard for you like my niece she the the her my brother is around but he's outside he's outside so he's not tucking her in at, at you know at night and reading her bedtime stories and helping her with their homework like the mom is taking care of that in her their domicile and you know putting you know that type of thing so but at the same time I low key thank God goddess for this because no. And I've also said too, like, I feel like when, for how good she is with her grades, she's a 3.9 GPA student. That's not something that like my, my dad is like the only quote unquote smart one. <laughs> um, I struggled with my academics. My brother st- struggled with academics. So this is just her on her own being disciplined, you know, against all the odds and, not having a father in the home that's why I feel like more inclined to say like you're gonna be who you're gonna be and I feel like for girls I understand 
if you kind of feel like, oh, you hear a lot of these other women out here, like my dad, my dad, my dad, my dad. And even like at my age too, like sometimes it is aggravating. Like I give my dad the benefit of the doubt. Like our family kind of suffered because we didn't have a good father example for my dad, but he did the best he could. And that's more than good enough for me. I promise you. I promise you. We pay for it in some ways, but I, I think we're way better off. Now, that being said, um, for where my dad is from, it, if he had a model in the home, it, it probably wouldn't have been that good. I think that for um, and so when you hear other women talk about their dads, I have a dad in my home in, in grew up in a dad in my home. But the way that their dad is kind of like, he's just perfect. Da, 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 da. OK, fine. Cool, cool, cool. Um, but I think even for boys, it's that whole feeling of like the same like little girls. It's like you want to have those stories about, you know, like feeling like your dad cares about you, that he didn't abandon you. But really, a lot of you men really, really, truly should be thankful because you're not you at which point you have to figure out at which point are you just a demon like you just the spawn of the devil and that's why you you were going to be abandoned anyways or that you don't have that imprinting and so at least you have a fighting chance to not end up being abandoned a felon a psychopath narcissist psychopath psychopath type of thing you know what i'm saying like so I think it's just, and it's probably going to be the way of the, the, the future, right? Um, if you've ever gotten a chance to listen to Princella, she talks a lot about, and it, it's a little, it's a little rough. I'm going to tell you, like, it's some rough waters to, to run through. Um, so I, I will preface it with saying that I, I think that I'm able to kind of chew what I need to chew the meat and spit out the, the bones is the only way you're going to be able to deal with the content and like break break through some of the noise that's going on that surrounds the way that the content comes out but i think that when you talk about um when she talks about the nuclear family and how that was put in place for the man if you move that away and move back to more natural ambient you're going to find out that you're going to be okay you're going to you're going to kind of tap into what is your individuality right age of aquarius is about individuals Age of Pisces is about collective groupthink, group religion, right? Religion, um, man-made structures, right? Age of Pisces. Age of Aquarius is about the individual. We still can learn to work in the collective and work together, but it's like now you get to tap in and be like, wait a minute, let me explore what it mean really means. Like, is this what is my nature? What is my true being? Like, how do I really fight against nature to really be the person that I really always wanted to be without someone having to tell me this is principled right or wrong? And I find that you will lean towards or gravitate towards what your pay attention to what your heart is calling you to. If you identify more with the villain or the hero and continue to seek those things regardless of your environment, right? Um, and even if you are on a quote unquote bad path and you're like, wait a minute, so I don't have to blame it on my parents or blame it on my upbringing or my conditions. And I've always just wanted to be a good person and I've always wanted discipline. Well, be that discipline within yourself, be that wealthy person within yourself. And it, because of the way that we are, 
And because all is mind, it's going to start to unfold in the way that you behave and the habits that you take on. That in and of itself can transform you. If you give yourself permission to just give way to your nature, you know, and and really thrive. If you were going to thrive, you were always going to thrive. Short of somebody taking your life. I think that's why um, like the femicide rates and, and black on black crime and all those other things like so people toe-tagging each other is really sad because you never get to really feel, get that sense of fulfillment of getting to old age and really saying like, okay, this is who I really was. This is what I was made of. I get really get to see what I, um, what were my consistent behaviors and to see the proof in the pudding and really cultivate yourself, right? Um, but as long as we are afforded that opportunity, you can pay attention to like, what am I leaning towards? And I think it's unfortunate. I talk a little bit about how I do believe that there's nature and nurture. So this little boy, it is unfortunate. And I talk about like, even my experience of having adults tell me to go against the religious counsel of my parents. My parents raised me not to drink caffeinated beverages because for religious purposes, right? No um, I don't eat pe- uh, pork to this day. I don't eat pork or pepperoni to this day. Um, type of a thing for religious reasons. But the caffeine thing, your girl is a starbs, right? She she will do starbs. Um, and so I remember the first time these adults that my parents trusted me with at the age of six and seven to go to the to the the little girl's house and um she was a single child she was the only girl and they gave they served me coca-cola and I understood that it was coca-cola because of the can and I told I remember telling them I'm looking in their faces and I'm like oh I can't eat that and they're like why and they're like because I'm not supposed to have caffeine I'm not supposed to have coca-cola and they're like who told you that? I'm like, my parents told me I'm not supposed to. And they're like, no, 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 it's fine. You can just drink a little bit. And it was just kind of like, well, and this is why it's so important to have conversations with your children too, like to have those nuanced conversations, because if you train them to just um, always obey authority, they were my default parents. And so I, at least I was proud of myself at my seven-year-old age then, because it's like I was also taught not to to um to be seen and not heard, but at least I was able to speak and articulate for myself. But because they were that I was programmed to you know listen to default parent, then it's kind of like okay. I remember the thought process that was going on in my mind. I I as clear as day. I still remember what the table looks like. I still remember what I was was wearing. I still remember the inside of the apartment. I still remember the little girl. I still remember playing on the playground. Like, so I remember the thought process in my mind of like recognizing it, seeing it, saying something, reiterating it, and then adult saying da da da. And it's like, okay, thought process. This is adult. This is I, my parents trusted these people. So it's like, well, if they're, you know, and yeah. So, but. So what I, I, so with this person being a six-year-old, they are impressionable, right? And so the tragedy is that when he becomes of age where he can start to reason, and I think that I also have a problem with people who say like, oh, let me do all the thinking for you. You don't have to think. You don't have to question me. You don't have to push back. I really have a problem with that. 
I legit have a problem with that. And I think that it's because, um, one, I understand like that's how I was raised and it, it set me back a little bit. I, I do still have complications as a result of that. I think my parents, um, they have come to recognize some, some of the, the things too. So we, we all get to learn together and that's what they were told from their church. Teach your children not to question things and whatever. And so it kind of crimples, crimples or crimples. I like it because it's the between crimples and hampers. Oh my gosh, I might have to make that a word. It crimples you. Cramps, cripples, and hampers, right? It crimples you. Um, it hampers your ability to have that rigorous thought, like challenging thought, that thought-provoking thought to really think outside of the box and really... Once you think outside that box to really become 10 toes down and re-solidify it. So what's happening is he's impressionable. And now he's going to have to filter through all of that gunk. But if he learns to trust his inner self, if, you know, and that's something that's really, I think, difficult for men. Because I think that they have the anatomy and the testosterone and the brain thing going on and it doesn't help with the culture so it's kind of really extra hard for them but I have also also featured xy's I call them xy's on here I have also featured xy's where I'm like one of my favorites is md motivator oh my gosh I almost have to like turn off my computer because he's out here just blessing so many people and it's like how does he end up being a kind, generous person, you can hear the kindness and compassion and you can see that the, he's able to identify people who are sad or grieving or, or suffering and want to fix that. That's something that either you have it or you don't. And so the, this guy, Blueface, is just making it that much more harder for his child to filter through all of that noise. But um, I have heard of of people, like I said, that you know, when, because you're going to seek what is within you, whether it's at a slow pace or you, I'm giving you permission to seek what is within you at a faster pace. I'm giving you permission to go after what is inside you um, even more because we both don't trust our intuition. So you're looking at your environment and you're like, oh crap, like I'm in this environment and I want to do better. And so that's why sometimes when people grow up and they hear about religion, I, I have grace for people who become religious after some. Because I feel like sometimes people fake the funk and they will pull the wool over your eyes. But that's how you end up people, you hear them say like, oh, I grew up in this type of environment. And then they hear about religion and they gravitate to the rules, the guidelines, the principle, the morals, the values, because that's what they've always been seeking. And that provides that discipline that they've always been seeking. So I get it. I understand it. Right. So it's like. You have to give yourself permission to be like, wait a minute. So even though I came from a family of poverty, I've always been seeking information on wealth and and so um, I don't have to stay stuck to it, but I give myself permission to now go and seek those avenues. Um, so, yeah, it's just unfortunate. And that's why in the Bible. So even though I'm no, no longer, you know, like a, um, in the confines of that institution, I still can take away 
you know, I kind of think of like those blue jays or those chipmunks that they will take what applies and they will keep it in their house and they will collect, you know, keep it as a collector's item and they didn't bring everything with them. But one of the my favorite takeaways is like um, there's a Bible where uh, there's a, a part in the Bible where Jesus says it is better that you wrap a stone around someone's ankle and toss them into the depths of the sea than to have them misguide a child, right? It's kind of like, you when you talk about throw the whole person away, like, do you think I'm savage when I say just throw the whole person away? Jesus himself was like, it's better for you to tie a stone around their foot and toss them into the Pacific of the land, into the depths of the ocean before they misguide a child or mislead a child. Because it's like you are you are making it so difficult for them to tap into their true nature of being, you know, untainted, right? And to and, and tapping into their ability to remain pure of thought and mind and intentions. Because you better believe this is going to affect how he views women and how he views his mom, right? And so... It just creates a lot of noise and stuff. So, but yeah, I went a little bit longer than what I would have normally, but I think the message is still good. So let me go ahead and hop off. Let me go. I I think they brought my food already, but I'm going to go look. And then if not, I'm going to go get some orange juice while I'm waiting. All right. I'll talk to you all later. And those of you who are waiting for my, um, oh yeah, the market is closed. For my yeah, because it's I it's one twenty two and this is twenty four minutes. So I started recording right when the market was closing. So I will come back on later with my update on how my trades went. It was grueling, let me tell you, but I still came out green. That's the synopsis of it. But if you want to hear a little bit more of the like details and stuff like that, you're more than welcome to hop on for that. I will talk to you all on the next one. Know that I love you. Know that I'm rooting for you. Um, learn to trust your, your inner nature and trust that you're not even that part where you kind of feel like, Oh, dang, I have bad habits, but you want to fix them. Trust that, trust that. Cause that will help you to reshape your habits and uh, give yourself permission to know that you are not stuck to your environment or to your genetics or if you don't want to be right. I'm giving you that freedom and that liberty that to a certain degree, you can now take autonomy of your of your life and control of your life. It's possible. It can be done. It has been done. And this is definitely that green light to filter out that noise. And again, same thing too, like the way that we used to look at the nuclear family, like baby girl, if you didn't grow up with your dad, let him be absent. You were never meant to be tainted. You were supposed to be pure and you, you know, and stuff like that. And so for with men, God, you know, God has blessed you. you. I don't have advice for you. I don't know. You're gonna have to figure that out. But, you know, and I think as a single woman to to women that, that want the father in the home, it's just like, if, it depends on who. And at the same time too, single childless me, if I had a son, I'd tell him, come get him. And like I said, as I'm closing out, if you have a mother that was the stay at home mom and she stayed and she did the best she could, you better be, you better call your mama right now, send her some flowers, pay her mortgage, pay her car note or something, because you could have ended up with a mom like me. And I would have told you to go stay with your dad. 
And and then you really, really would have been like, well, why didn't my mom take care of me? She wasn't maternal, blah, blah, blah. Nah. Okay. So, all right. I'm going to talk to y'all later. Bye.